Hi everyone, Eric from Hit Subscribe here, and uh, I am doing another one of these videos in the series about um, freelancer questions. Today's topic is how do you moon, or um, excuse me, how do you market yourself as a freelancer? And this is actually a pretty interesting topic um, because it's tough. And so, like in the description here, I said it's simple, uh, but it's not easy. So I'll get to why that is in a minute. Um, but when it comes to marketing yourself, the first thing I'd like to do is define marketing. Now, um, I am not a marketing MBA or a business major or anything like that. I do, however, own and am CEO of a marketing business. Um, I kind of backed into that knowledge over the last four years in applied fashion of doing content marketing. I have a definition for marketing that I use. Um, I don't know if it's really the official one, but I find it to be a very helpful one. And so, um, let me get into that a little. Marketing, uh, I think of this as the process of making prospective customers aware of what you do um, when those customers would be a good fit. And on the flip side, this is the part of the definition that's probably not one you'd read everywhere. You want to make people who wouldn't be good customers aware that they wouldn't be good customers. So marketing is basically getting the word out for people that you could help that would be a fit for your services and also giving um, people that you don't want to work with the ability to self-select. So the best example I could think of is a website. So um, <clears throat> with a lot of our authors being uh, engineers, software engineers, let's take the example of a software engineering website. You might throw up a website and say, um, you know, I do Ruby on Rails applications for companies that need website design. Now, by omission, you are not offering services in Java and you're not offering services doing like user experience or um, anything else in the world. So you are letting people know what you do, but also you're letting people know what you don't do. And this is important because um, if you are a Ruby on Rails freelancer that's doing projects, say in the low five figures, like ten to $30,000 projects, um, you don't want a tire kicker coming along asking for like three hours of Java web development for... 50 bucks, that would be a waste of your time and that person's time because you wouldn't engage. So to roll it all the way back, marketing is making people aware of what you will offer, getting the word out, um, but also creating a filtration process so that you're not bogged down when it comes to sales and service delivery. So that's marketing on the whole. Um, but I'm going to add another component to this that I think is super important, and it explains why freelancer marketing is a little difficult and a little weird, and, and it's going to set the groundwork for some, some of the rest of what I'm going to talk about here. So marketing, in addition to getting the word out, is also about being memorable. And I don't mean that in the kind of platitudinous sense of like, oh, you know, be awesome and people will remember you. I mean more literally, it's about being able to be remembered. So um, here's the way this works. Like, let's take another kind of freelancer, which is um, editors that we have in the hit subscribe uh, pool. Hopefully some of you are watching. Hi. Um, if an editor is at a party and introduces themselves to somebody, an editor is going to explain, yeah, you know, I edit a uh, copy. The person on the other side of that conversation is unlikely to be like, oh, uh, it just so happens I have a blog post draft on my site. Can I get out my phone and pay you to do some editing for me, like, right now? Um, 
That said, any given person at a cocktail party at some point in their life probably has a particularly important piece of uh, something they've written that they would like the services of an editor for, or at least proofreading. So the person you're meeting as the editor at a party won't need your services now, but they will at some point. And that's really kind of the point of marketing is not just to get the word out to somebody that you could help them, but ensure that when the time comes, when they're actually ready to become a customer of yours, they remember you, mindshare. So marketing is about being memorable. It's about getting the word out and then staying in their minds. So with that in mind, let's look at what marketing is like for a freelancer. Now, most freelancers are generalists. You're a generalist technician of some kind. So you worked a job nine to five as a software engineer, and now you, you get tired of bosses. You tell them to take this job and shove it. You're hanging out your shingle and doing this on your own. You will probably do what you know and be a generalist software engineer that now just doesn't have a job and you have gigs instead. The trouble is it's really hard to market generalist stuff because being a generalist is super not memorable. So when you tell people at parties you're a software engineer, you're probably not the first one that they've ever met. They probably meet one on a weekly basis. So in six months when they need some software engineering services, having met you at a party will not stand out in their mind. Now, if you were to narrow it down a little and say that you're a Rails engineer, maybe a little bit, but mm, not so much. So the being memorable part is hard for a generalist freelancer. Um, not impossible, so I'll talk a little bit about some tactics for it, but understand going in that without some positioning, without niching, marketing your services as a freelancer is difficult. Um, so the trouble really with this is that you're, um, you don't have a great vehicle for being memorable in this fashion. Uh, being a generalist and trying to get the word out um, there's a lot of things that you'll do out of the gate. So you might um, put up a website, you know, talk about uh, that you do like good work, um, talk about your values, things of this nature. Still, this tends not to be memorable. It tends to be difficult, not necessarily to get in front of people, um, but to maintain their attention. And so what happens is when you're a generalist technician like this, is you wind up doing things like I've talked about in previous videos, maybe you go on Upwork, that's really not marketing, and you're in these like request for proposal processes, you're being compared against a lot of other people, almost like it's a, it's a job interview. Um, these are the challenges. Now, to overcome this, what could you actually do that's marketing when you're a generalist? Um, I would say the, the one that I could speak to, because I did this as a generalist, I put up a site, deadtech.com, and I wrote a lot of content for that site over the course of a lot of years. And what I did, even though I hadn't exactly set out to do this, I built a following. And so there were people, you know, at its peak, maybe tens of thousands of readers, at least thousands of regular readers of my stuff. And because of that, I was memorable to those folks. They were on my or subscribed to my site via RSS or whatever, and they would read everything that I put out, or probably not, but like, a lot of things that I put out. So that was a way that I stayed top of mind. So one way to market yourself as a freelancer, if you're kind of in generalist technician mode, is that you could build a following. And then you basically have this following of people um, that see you regularly, think of you as being smart, being a problem solver, being interesting, whatever the case may be. 
And then when those people who will probably be somewhat aware of what you do, when they think of that, they will think of you. This is, um, it's a reliable strategy, but it's super labor intensive. I wrote, I don't know, three blog posts a week for like five years to build that kind of following. Um, so if you're willing to play that long game, by all means, but you really have to kind of like creating that content. So if that's writing for you, write, you know, maybe you start a podcast, that could be a viable option. Um, uh, YouTube videos. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you could approach it, but content marketing is a super long game. And what we're talking about here specifically is content marketing of the form of building a following rather than like building things via organic search or some other way. So you could build that following if you're really in it for the long haul and you want to invest. Um, the other main way that you can market as a generalist is basically um, to do relationship building. So this is where, again, you're trying to stay top of mind. And the way you do that is maybe you join some forums and you do some kind of prospecting or you get into groups like a Twitter hashtag or you're in a Facebook group, whatever the case may be. And you start to gain a bit of a reputation for being helpful. Now, in another video that I did recently, I, I had talked about this not exactly being marketing. It's prospecting, which is sort of like in the weird position between sales and marketing. But if your main goal is to kind of be memorable rather than pitch something there, you could call this a form of marketing. And it's really, to my way of thinking, almost the only other lever that you have to pull uh, when it comes to marketing yourself as a generalist. You're trying to get in front of people, build relationships, and have them think of you as helpful. You're almost creating a sort of friendship, like a colleague friendship. That way, uh, you're in regular touch, and you will, again, be top of mind when the time comes that they have a problem you could solve or they could make an introduction. So that is uh, generalist marketing. You don't have a lot of levers to pull because what you're doing is inherently unmemorable. You're doing something that's like a lot of other people. So you have to be personally memorable in order for people to remember you. Uh, so what's the alternative? Um, well, the alternative is, I mean, kind of like building a following. It's simple, but not easy. The alternative is to niche. So I've talked so far about editors. Um, and if you think about what an editor does, it's a technician thing where I, um, if I'm an editor, I edit English prose. I do that for any size company, any person, anybody that wants to pay me, and I'll do it whether it's a blog post or a white paper or a sales page or an email, it doesn't matter. Anything in English, if you uh, want somebody to edit it, I will do that for pay. Uh, same kind of thing with a software engineer. Most freelance software engineers, they might have a stack, like I'm a Rails developer, but basically I will do Rails development for anybody with money. Big company, small company, I don't care. Uh, doesn't matter what industry you're in, I don't care. I will uh, do this as long as it's Ruby on Rails. None of the rest of it matters to me. All of that is generalizing. So think of how unmemorable that is versus like here's kind of a hypothetical um, zany example off the top. Imagine at the other end of the spectrum that you started a business and you were like, I find large luxury uh, limos for NBA players who are really tall. Now, this is a very, very specific kind of business, but it's really memorable. Like that's a, it's a weird thing to do to go out and like find limos for NBA players uh, because they're unusually tall and they'll need specific limo accommodations. Now, what I just came up with there kind of off the cuff, um, 
I bet you'd remember that if somebody asked you about this video in six months. It's super specific, unique, interesting. Um, if you have a business like that, memorability is much easier. And now what your marketing involves, you have a lot more options. So once you've planted that seed, um, then really you don't need to do nearly as much legwork to keep yourself top of mind for that. There, your marketing apparatus really shifts to be about like planting the seed. So that's where you can like make t-shirts or um, send out swag or send out mailers. or You get a lot more options. Um, I don't want to go too over the top describing marketing for a niche business because this is about marketing for freelancers. The reason I'm mentioning this and kind of ending with this is that the best thing you can do for marketing yourself as a freelancer is to find a niche. And the best way to find a niche and to be able to articulate that is to solve a clear problem for a customer. So to kind of um, come into the middle of these two worlds, consider hit subscribe where we have a pool of freelancers, um, but we also have a productized service that's fairly easy to understand. We sell blog posts to companies that market to software engineers, specifically like Silicon Valley companies. So anyone here who's watching this can take this away that um, if you know somebody who is looking for blog posts and is in Silicon Valley, it might at least be worth an introduction. This is um, niche. It is easier to market and easier to plan around. And a blog post is a very like specific deliverable. It's a repeatable deliverable. And that is something you ought to think about doing as a freelancer. So thinking about hit subscribe, uh, the reason I'm using this example is because it's easy for me to speak to. We have narrowed who we're talking to from anyone who wants a blog post to generally a venture-backed Silicon Valley company that markets to software engineers. That's way more specific. So now when we think about who to go out and talk to, um, it's easier to get in front of those people. It's easier to create content for Silicon Valley companies, you know, if we're doing content marketing, than it is to create content for anyone who might want a blog post. It's um, easier to think in terms of like, who would we send swag to or all the different varieties of marketing. So my message here, if you're a freelancer, isn't completely abandon what you're doing and become the company that finds rides for NBA players. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is if you want to get serious about your marketing, what I'd suggest doing is creating a very specific deliverable that solves a concrete problem someone has. In the case of uh, Hit Subscribe's customers, hey, it's really hard to find content written by engineers. That's a really hard thing to do. Um, so when somebody comes along with a very specific solution to that problem, it's memorable. Um, and it gets easier to market around that memorable solution to a problem. As a freelancer, it's a hedge. So you can keep doing rail sites for anyone or you can keep editing for anyone. But if you're an editor, maybe you stand up one thing that's like, hey, I'm really good at editing. Um, I mean, I'm just making things up off the top, but like um, grad school application essays. Like I do all kinds of editing, but if you are looking to get into an Ivy League grad school and you're writing about this particular topic, come to me. I will help you get admission to that grad school. Now, what you've got on top of your like generalist freelancing, you have a very specific thing that's memorable that you can go out and start to market and get attention and stay top of mind. And what you'll find when you niche is that as you market that service, that's, by the way, way easier to market than I'm good at editing, um, as you market that service, you'll start to get more and more inquiries about it. And as you learn about the needs of those 
buyers, you'll start to have more and more ideas for services that you could add and layer on top. So really, when it comes to marketing yourself as a generalist, what I would recommend doing is getting out of, like using your marketing to dovetail, getting out of generalized freelancing and into a business where you have a niche. Because once you get away from generalizing, you're playing on easy mode. Like everything about your business gets easier, I promise you. So um, that might not exactly be an answer that any freelancer was looking for to the question of uh, how should I market myself. If you really want to stick to being kind of a generalist gig-oriented freelancer, um, you've got to build a following and you've got to build relationships because nothing about your value proposition is going to be all that memorable, so you personally need to be memorable. So I guess I'd summarize this as saying, if you want to stick with freelancing and get serious about marketing, you need to market you. You need to almost become an influencer or at least very well respected among a core like network of people so that they always think of you. Um, and it's going to be a you-heavy business. If you want to kind of grow and be more of a business owner, then you need to think about a path away from being a generalist and start to develop a niche and a sort of core expertise and then become the go-to person for that niche and expertise. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that helps and I'm going to keep doing these. Um, I'm going to post this uh, to Facebook, so if you have questions, feel free to shoot them at me in the comments. This will also become a YouTube video, so if you're watching this on YouTube, also feel free to ask questions in the comments. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you next time.